followed him at a safe distance. Like most of his breed, he went unnoticed, except to those like him, or those who would use him. On those rare occasions when he found a homeless shelter with room, he would stay the night, but would always take up position outside the 11th Street Station by 6.30 a.m., beginning his cycle of despair and degradation all over again. Once, she followed him into a convenience store on 3rd Street and watched as he pocketed high-sugar foods, honey buns, ding-dongs, tasty cakes, all with one yellowed eye on the convex mirrors at the end of the aisle. She watched him wolf down the food in a nearby alley, only to throw it all up moments later. On this day, when temperatures are predicted to drop below zero, she knows it is time. Bundled in four thin sweaters and a pea coat ripped at both shoulder seams, the young man stands shivering in a doorway on 8th Street near Walnut. She approaches him, stopping a few feet away, still mostly in shadow. He looks up. In his watery eyes, she sees herself and knows the spirit is stirring. Spirit change, he asks. It is as if she can hear the bones clattering in his chest. He is in his twenties, but the skin around his eyes is purplish and sallow, the stubble on his face already gray. His hair is greasy beneath his watch cap. His fingernails are bitten raw. Blisters bubble on the back of his hands. She remains in shadow, holds out a gloved hand. At first, the young man is skeptical, but when she steps into the light and he sees her eyes for the first time, he knows. He takes her hand as a hungry man would accept a crust of bread. Do you remember your promise? she asks. He hesitates before answering. They always do. In this moment, she can all but hear the wheels turning the fevered reasoning in his mind. In the end, they remember, because this is the one vow they all know will one day be recalled. A single tear rivers down his scalded cheek. Yes. She glances down, notices a dark stain blossoming on the front of his trousers. He is wetting himself. She has seen this before, too. The release... Come with me, she says. I will show you what you need to do. The young man steps forward on unsteady legs. She helps him. He seems to possess no weight at all, as if he were sculpted of steam. At the mouth of the alley she stops, turns the young man to face her fully. He will need to hear your words, your exact words. His lips begin to tremble. Can't I tell just you instead? No, she says. Your contract was with him, not me. The young man wipes his eyes with the back of his hand. Then he is real after all. Oh my, yes. She points to the dark niche at the end of the alley. Would you meet him now? The young man shakes his head. No, I'm afraid. She meets his gaze in silence. 
A few moments pass. May I ask a question? Of course, she says. He takes a deep breath, exhales. His breath is warm and vaporous and sour. What do I call you? There are many ways to answer this. At one time she would have been called Magdalene. At another, Babylon. At one time, indeed, Legion. Instead of answering the question, she takes his arm. She thinks about the approaching days, the end days, and what they are about to do. Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos. There is an order to it all. If there was no order, she would surely go mad, and then she would live among the low people, the wicked, the dispossessed.